Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yushalmi Peya Daf Chav Dalad. We are starting about the fifth line at the two dots with the words Mepnei Shahu, and in the Vilna Surah Sadaf, it's the top of Yid Gimelamid Beis with those same words Mepnei Shahu. And today's daf is sponsored Leilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basim Yaakov Moshe. Her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, really, we should insert a quotation from the Mishnah over here. The Mishnah had said Katsu Chetzia VeKatsu Listim Chetzia Petura Shachayvus Hakatzer Bekama. If he harvested half his field and then the remaining half of the field was harvested by robbers by thieves, he's potter from leaving Peya because the Chayvah Peya is on the standing grain. And since the remaining standing grain was cut in a way that now it's pata from Peya, so the whole field is pata from Peya. Now the Gemara continues explaining this. Mafresh min now really the proper gear says, Mafresh min This is because Peya is separated from standing grain for grain that's still standing, or umin akama alakatsir from standing grain for something that's already been harvested. One does not separate peya from something that was already harvested, not from something that was already harvested as well, and not for something which is standing. And therefore, he doesn't have a chiv to leave peya for this field, not from what he harvested, and not for what the robbers harvested. However, we say, there is a time that he will separate from something that was already cut for something that's still standing. And Hechavita says the Gemara, how is that? Meaning, Hechidami, what's the case? So, Kila Sadehu, he harvested his entire field, but Vashir Bakadei Peah, he left the precise amount necessary for Peah, which is 160th. Now, Kimon Shakatar Shibaz Harishaina, the moment he cuts even one stalk of grain from what's supposed to be Peah, Chazar Peah Laimarin, now the whole Chiyav of Peah gets transferred to the bundles, meaning gets transferred to that which he had already harvested. And now we see that Mafresh Menachatar, that this is a situation that he's going to separate from that which was already harvested for something that's still standing. This is a very unique situation. He had left 160th of his field, so that's officially payah. But then he went and he harvested some of it. It could be even one stalk. So now there isn't enough standing grain for him to be mekayim as chiv of payah. So we view it now as if he doesn't have standing grain. The chiv of payah gets transferred to the bundles, and he would separate all his payah from the bundles, even though there's still his stuff that's standing. And the Gemara continues, This doesn't ultimately refer to that he harvested his entire field besides 160th. It could be that he harvested some of his field. Va'amar, then he pointed to a part of his field and he said, From this section over here, I'm going to separate Peah. So he had a bunch of his field left standing and he designated a certain part of it to be Peah. And even in this situation, even if he harvests just one stalk from what was designated as Peah, Chazur Peah Loimarin, now the Chiv of Peah gets transferred to the stalks that he had already harvested. This is again a situation where he's leaving Peah from that which he had already harvested for stuff which is still standing. And over here, we have an added chiddush in this case. Over here, he still has tons of the field left, more than his 60th, so technically, that other part could be peah. The chiddush is, since he had already designated part of the field as peah, and he cut a little bit of that, so the whole chi of peah now gets transferred to that which he had already cut. Moving on to Chav Dalad Ramabez on the top, we continue explaining the Mishnah. We had said, that if he had harvested half of his field and then sold the remaining half of the field, the fellow that bought that other half of the field, he has the chiv to leave peah for everything, even for that which the original owner had harvested. Now the Gemara asks a question. Is the seller allowed to be zaycha in the peah, which is being matter the stalks? So again, the seller had harvested half of his field. That half has a chiv in peah, but the peah for that half that he harvested is going to be left from the standing grain. So the question is, now that a different person is leaving that peah, the buyer is leaving the peah, so maybe the seller is allowed to be zaycha in that peah. Remember, we've learned previously that if a fellow owns a field, he's not allowed to take his own like a shechem peah, even if he's an ani. So the question over here is, let's say the seller is an ani, is he allowed to be zaycha in the peah, which is being left 
for the part that he still owns. On one hand, it's being left for his grain, so maybe he shouldn't be allowed to take it. On the other hand, it's being left by someone other than him. He doesn't own the grain that's being left as payah, so maybe he's allowed to take that payah. The Gemara suggests Nishmidim and Adal. Let's learn from the following. Amr Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, Amasai, when is this? If he had leased a field from him for a deal of a half, a third, or a quarter. So let's explain this. This is referring to a Mishnah later on where a person is hired to harvest a field and there's some sort of sharecropping agreement. The fellow who's hired to harvest it, meaning the sharecropper, he gets a portion in the field. He's told, you harvest the field and you get half or a third or a quarter of what you harvest. So this sharecropper is chayev to leave payah of that which he harvests, and he's obviously not allowed to take that payah for himself. However, as we just read, Rabbi Huda clarified that's only if the deal was arranged like that, where the sharecropper is told that you get a half, a third, or a quarter of the field, so we see the sharecropper has an ownership in the field itself. However, Rabbi Huda clarifies, if the sharecropper was told you're allowed to keep a half, a third, or a quarter of that which you harvest, then he doesn't have a chayev to leave payah. Now we ask, ma so, what's the difference between what Rabbi Huda just explained and the first scenario where he does have to leave off payah? So Ella must be that the sharecropper was told, after you harvest it, a third will be yours. In the original scenario where the sharecropper has to leave payah, that's where he actually has a partial ownership in the field itself. So since a third of the field belongs to him, he has to leave payah off of that third. But when he's told, after you harvest the field, then you're allowed to take a third, so he has no ownership in the ground itself, and he wouldn't have to leave payah. And now bringing that to our case, Amr of Bon Barchi, or Bon Barchi says, Hada Amr, this tells us, that this fellow that sold half his field is allowed to be Zaycha in the payah, which is being Mater his bundles. Since he doesn't own the half of the field that he sold, even though maybe it's pottering up the bundles that he currently has, but he doesn't own that which is being left as payah, so he's allowed to go into the field and take payah. Now, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi argues with this, and he says, it's not comparable. Taman, over there, in the mission that we quoted about the sharecropper, the field was never chayv when it was in his rishos, meaning the sharecropper never owned part of the field. He only got a portion of the crop after it was harvested, so he never had anything to do with the field when the chayv payah kicked in. But Ram Hacha, however, over here in our Mishnah, the field became chayv in payah when the seller owned the field. And just because he sold the field and transferred the chiv of payah to the buyer, that's not a reason why the seller should be allowed to take the payah. It became chayv in payah when it was in his rishos. Now, if you want to compare the sharecropping case to something similar to our Mishnah, it would have to be the following. If this fellow harvested half his field, and then he sold that which he harvested, he didn't sell the remaining half of the field, he sold what he harvested. In that case, then what you would be saying is correct, because over there, the Lekech never had anything to do with the field when it was Chayv and Peah. He simply bought grain that didn't have Peah taken off of it yet, but he doesn't have any ownership in the field. Therefore, Lekech, in this case, would be allowed to take Lekech Shech and Peah from the remaining half of the field, but not in our scenario. The Gemara just continues, Chav Heom Alf on the top with the flip side, HaLekech Maoshiyiz Kebe Peah Shehima Teres Soimarim Shalmoicher. Is Lekech, the buyer of the second half of this field, is he allowed to be Zeich in the Peah, which is Matir, the already cut grain of the Meicher? Once again, let's remember, the Meicher had cut the first half of the field, then he sold it to the Lekeach. Now the Lekeach is going to be taking off Peah for both the grain that he bought and the grain that the Meicher already cut. So is the Lekeach allowed to be Zeicha in that Peah, which is going to be pattering up the Meicher's grain? 
So Gemara says, Rabbi This has to do with the Machlekes Rebbe and Rabbi Huda Nasi that we had at the end of the first parak. The Gemara Tazayin Omanalf had quoted a Brisa in which Rebbe and Rabbi Huda Nasi argued over the situation where we have a poor person who had bought produce from somebody which hadn't yet had Maestro Ani taken off of it. And the Machlekes was, is that poor person allowed to keep the Maestro Ani for himself or does he have to give it away to a different Ani? Rabbi had said that he's allowed to keep that Maestro Ani for himself. Rabbi Huda Nasi had said that he has to give it to a different Ani. And the same Machlekas would apply over here in this case. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow explaining the last case of the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.